you're selling something that can be transported anywhere throughout the world, then obviously social media is really important because you can use it to market to America, to India, to China, anywhere. So it depends very much on the type of business, which then drives what sort of social media strategy you need. Welcome listeners. Today, I am joined by Dr. Stephanie Eaton, who is not only one of our busiest mentors, but also heads up our social media course. In this podcast, we are going to be talking about the importance of having your social media nailed for your business and why we have it included in our reboot program. So Steph. Hi, Nikki. Hi, Steph. Thanks for joining today. Pleasure. Uh, you have a pretty rich professional background um, and I'm only going to touch on a couple of points now because otherwise that probably would take up most of our podcasts to talk about all the things that you're involved in. Um, but some of your most recent things that you've done, you were head of research and innovation at Amy uh, for, for three years. Previously, you were director of teaching and learning in the School of Psychology, Criminology and Sociology at Kingston University. Um, prior to that, you worked at the National Police Leadership Centre and have also worked consulting for the HM, HM Prison Service, Ministry of Defence and the HM Foreign and Commonwealth Wealth Office, to name a few. And now you spend quite a bit of time working on our Reboot programme as well as working as a magistrate. So yeah. Uh, it sounds like a lot of things, but quite a lot of them overlapped. I was doing several of them at the same time, so it's not as crazy as it sounds. So probably what you'd call a bit of a portfolio career, I guess. Definitely, yeah. But it's kept me engaged and interested and, you know, there's always problems to be solved and, you know, issues to be advocating for. So, yeah, I've, I've enjoyed my working career. And I think it'd be fair to say that you're you're driven by quite a a deep passion to help and support people um, and that's one of the reasons why you've been part of the Reboot team from the beginning apart from your obviously extensive experience that helped us set up a lot of our processes, policies, procedures. Um, for you it comes down to people at the end of the day doesn't it? Yeah, um, I've always enjoyed helping people develop whether it's been university students or the members of the Eager Trust on Reboot. It's a joy to watch people engage in learning and gain confidence uh, while they're doing it. So it's been great. Yeah, and in your spare time, I know because I we often talk about this, you, you're a key musician, you like to play the flute, don't you? Yeah, I do. Um, I was practicing this morning. Good. Is that a bit of your kind of like uh, well-being time to get your... Well, it is, but I have to say, when you're learning an instrument, playing music is hard, right? So you're trying to learn these skills and you're constantly failing because that's the way you get better. So it's both fulfilling and frustrating at the same time in a, a very strange way. So I know that I'm getting better all the time, but every day it doesn't feel like that. It's only when I go back to some old music that I was playing a year ago and all of a sudden I can play it really easily that I realise the progress I've made. And actually that's quite useful because I think a lot of learning is like that. It's yeah. so small, you don't see it every day. It's only when you look back on it that you realise what you've learnt over a period of time. And I guess, I mean, I know we're going to come on to the, the course in a, in a minute, but 
I guess that's quite an important thing to consider that even, you know, something like social media, it, by some people it's considered this, you know, quite a difficult thing to, to start getting into because it's technology and mm. sometimes there's this barrier around, am I going to be able to do it? Is it going to be too technical? And I guess it's the same thing, isn't it, with, with anything you learn and do, it's getting stuck in, trying it, doing it. And yeah. going through that process of having the frustration and, and then making the progress step by step. And also realising that, like, so with music, you're not going to start playing and suddenly be thrown into an orchestra. The same with social media. You can start really small and build it up. Um, it, you don't have to be on every single platform from day one. You can start with just with Facebook or just with Twitter, something that you might be familiar with from your social life. Uh, and then build up from it from there. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, obviously, it's such a hugely important topic, social media now, and, and it, it touches every part of life. And it, I mean, I guess, I guess particularly over the last 12 months and and seeing how business of, businesses have had to innovate. I mean, even just an example of our local pizza place when it closed down, they got onto social media, you know, they used Facebook Marketplace, they used a couple of other things. Um, there's also something called um, Nextdoor, which is like a neighbourhood type mm-hmm. uh, platform. And they got on there and they started making pizza kits for people to come and pick up on Friday and Saturday. So they, with their kids, they could make their own pizza dough, pizzas from scratch yep. and had all the ingredients in there. Yep. And I, I guess, you know, it's, it's all, it, people are having to innovate continuously um, and social media is one of those things that enables you to get those innovations out really quickly to your customers. Yeah, it also gives you the opportunity to get great ideas from your competitors. So the pizza place down the road could have seen what your local pizza place is doing and think, actually, we could do that as well. Um, yeah. so one, of the, one of my top tips um, is to use social media as a bit of a mystery shopper and to work out what your competitors are doing um, or what allied businesses are doing so that you can then piggyback on some of the work that they've done and uh, learn from your uh, competition. Mm. So how essential do you think um, social media as a skill is for people starting and growing their businesses the people who've done the social media course will smile at this because they'll know that I'm not going to give a direct answer because it depends very much on the type of business that you're running so I firmly believe that social media comes you need to work out first of all your business plan your business model so if you're, say, a coffee cart that's outside a, um, a train station somewhere and you get all of your business from people getting coming off the train, you don't need social media because your business is from people getting off the train and walking to work and as they pass, they buy your coffee. So it depends very much on the type of business and who your customers are and where your customers are. Social media, of course, gets broadcast to anybody and everybody around the world. But if your little business is in Newcastle and people who are reading your messages are in Sydney, then that's no help um, if they can't access your services or your goods. So you need to really tailor your social media to the business and where your customers are, making sure that you're linking the two, your business and your customers. And if you think of it that way, 
then you may be able to ignore whole swathes of social media because they may be irrelevant to how you contact your customers. But if you're selling something that can be transported anywhere throughout the world, then obviously social media is really important because you can use it to market to America, to India, to China, anywhere. So it depends very much on the type of business, which then drives what sort of social media strategy you need. Mm. And would you say for, for our learners, what, what type of um, stage of their business would they need to be in to come on your course? I, I don't think it really matters because if all they do is think about how they can use social media for their business, even if it's right at the beginning before they've even set up a business, then it, it's still going to be useful to learn from that. Even if you're not necessarily at the point where you're going to implement it straight away, um, most of our most of the members who've been on the course have either come and they've said, I don't know anything about using social media for marketing my business. Where do I start? And what we do then is we develop a strategy in various steps where you can think about how you use social media to market your business. And we occasionally get folk who've already got, um, they're already using social media and they want to confirm that they're using it appropriately or work out a way in which they can use it better. Mm-hmm. So what would you say are the top three things that learners will gain when they participate in your virtual delivery course? Okay, so number one, I would say I always tell people don't panic don't think you need to be on every social media platform at once to begin with if particularly if if a member isn't confident with technology they don't need to feel that you have to be on everything Um, particularly if it's a small business uh, like a small heating engineering company um, where you don't necessarily have time to be managing a social media operation and you may not even need to do that So first of all, work out what you need for your business and what resources you have um, to fulfill your social media marketing aims. So that's my top tip. Don't panic and don't think you have to do everything to begin with. Secondly, and I've touched on this already, but I think it's really important. um, You need to think about the nature of the business before you think about the social media plan that meets the business goals. So... This sounds a little bit daunting that you need a business plan before you can have a social media plan. But by a business plan, I just mean something like back of the envelope, where are your customers? How do your customers engage with you at the moment? That sort of thing. What what are your financial goals? You know, if you're nearly already meeting them, maybe leafleting around your local area is what you need rather than social media. So there are all different ways of marketing. Social media is not necessarily the best one for every single business. But if you're um, selling craft items or artworks and you can sell them anywhere in the world, then social media is definitely the place for you to be marketing your materials. Um, And then um, this leads into my next point. Um, You need to think about two ways of managing your social media. One is being proactive. So preparing stuff 
content that's going to go out to the world and then being reactive. So your customers might um, respond and say, oh, we really love this product. Or, of course, you might get people saying, oh, it hasn't arrived or it wasn't what I expected. And you need to be able to respond very quickly. So there's a difference between proactive preparation of content, which you have control of, and reacting to the interactions with your customers. So there's a difference between proactive and reactive content. And I, I know we talked about this recently, actually, in a recent networking event we had where we were talking about um, the, the, the impact of social media on businesses and, and technology in, in general. You know, you, you have to, it, there's almost an expectation for you to be available all the time so it's obviously it's another consideration isn't it if you start yeah. going down the social media route your customers are going to be expecting yeah. a really quick response no matter what what time of day it is um, yeah. or whether it's a weekend so that's obviously another big consideration isn't it when you're factoring this into how it works within your current business structure the administration yeah. part of it etc I mean, I quite often like for small businesses to just use social media to direct people to a website where the company it can be even a static website that doesn't change very much. But then you, the business owner will get an alert to say somebody's commented and you can control it all from your website um, and just use social media to direct people. Come and look at my special offers um, by going to the website, um, and then that, that can be easier. Otherwise, you don't want the social media to make the business or, or the business owner's life worse. You want it to be better. You want to be able to have time off with the family and holidays. And if you're going to be available 24-7, 365 days of the year through social media, that does not improve the quality of your life. Yeah, and I guess it's weighing up all these things, isn't it, when you're you're thinking of your new, your next steps and strategies for your business. Mm. When, um, when with these tips and, and what they'll be getting when they come on on your course and what they'll gain, what will that enable them to do? You know, the very next day, once they've, they've finished your course, what are they going to be able to do the next day that they might not have thought of before? So we end the, the training with a template to design a social media strategy. And one of the um, parts of the template involves going out and doing research on uh, your competition. So like similar businesses, go out and see what they're doing. Are they using lots of images? Are they using text? Are they using music? So um, what I often set people as a kind of homework is to go out and, and have a look at three or four of their main competitors and see what they're doing and see whether um, the member feels that that's something that they could adapt for themselves or whether they want to make their business stand out and do something completely different. Because I think it's really important for businesses to find their own voice and to have their own particular characteristics that reflect the values or the identity of the business owner. So going and have, but having a look at what your competitors are doing can be really useful. Yeah, and I mean, we, you've been on, and talking about, you know, what your competitors are doing, it's quite, kind of leads on quite nicely to the next kind of point I was going to ask about was, you know, you've been with us since, 
since uh, Reboot was in its inception phase, really, and have, has, have been on that journey with us all the way through and um, let it, where it is today, um, really. And, you know, our, over the last 12 months, we've, we've made this, well, this journey since COVID kind of hit. And we delivered a lot. Your course used to be delivered face-to-face. Mm-hmm. Yep. We had that opportunity to be in the classroom with people. And we've moved to a fully virtual learning now. And yep. for people that has benefits and negatives, um, and, you know, obviously you've got a background in the educational space. Um, and what, what have you noticed in that marketplace that, that kind of says that this is a good way to move forward in terms of delivering learning? So when I first started out as a student, um, everything was delivered face to face. And now we've got a much more blended system of learning, usually um, mixture of face to face, some online. But one of the things that I really see in businesses that I'm speaking to is that there's this recognition now that learning doesn't stop at formal education. So you don't stop learning when you leave school or you leave university or you finish your training. Um, Businesses and business owners as well recognize now that learning is lifelong, probably. We're all, and the pace of change, we've all had to adapt with COVID, but we're also having to learn new technology all of the time. I didn't use Zoom before COVID started, now I use it almost daily. So, Adapting to different ways of communicating uh, and learning has been something that we've all had to just accept whether we like it or not. So in terms of education more generally, I think the the realisation that you never stop learning has been one that's fundamental to our society over the last 20 years. I remember when people did leave university and they thought that was it, they'd never do another exam, they'd never take another class And life's not like that anymore. Um, The expectations are there that people are going to want to learn and want to learn from others uh, formally and practically uh, um, in whatever job or role you take. Do you think um, even for people, I guess, who aren't looking at starting their own business, who have their own business concept and idea, social media also touches on so many parts of corporate life now, even if you're in a big organisation. So I guess there's some benefit for people to understand as well um, how it can benefit them in their their employed roles as well. Yeah, and also the risks. Um, so at the end of the course, we talk about some of the, the problems with social media, like the online abuse that people can get and the damage that social media can wreak on the self-esteem of particularly young people, but people of any age, frankly. Um, And also the way in which what you do in your private life, but on social media uh, can be, can affect your employment. So I don't expect anybody on Reboot to ever have these sorts of problems, but some people have lost their jobs because of comments they've made on social media that have not been related to their work. Um, but nevertheless have been read by colleagues. And so um, there's some very interesting legal cases, and we talk about those at the end of the course, 
Um, so uh, just so that people can be made aware of some of the risks of social media, because you know, people who might not, again, not rebooters, but people have said things in anger or frustration or when they've been under the influence of alcohol and got themselves into a whole load of pain um, as a result of being a bit careless on social media. Yeah, I mean, we see it a lot now, don't you, where it comes up with the celebrities who've said something, you know, on yeah. Twitter or Facebook, you know, 10 years ago, and it comes yeah. back to kind of... That's right. Them. And there's this bit, um, I've talked, we've talked about it before in some of our, um, some of the engagement stuff we've been sharing on Slack about how it's really important that you understand what your online brand is yeah. and, and, and check that out. So, um, you know, typing into Google your name and seeing what pops up is, it's a good exercise to do because it could be a picture of you with a, you know, sloshing down a big yes. glass of wine. And whilst that's fine, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. You, you've got to be, I guess, conscious of um, employers or people who are, are purchasing from you as well people are becoming a lot more conscious aren't they of, of who they're buying from and the the the, the process um that goes into building their business mm. there's a lot more consciousness around that i guess isn't there so it's a really important and interesting point i think yeah yeah and um social media if you're using it well, e either as a your, uh, yourself personally or for business reasons, it's a shop window. So you need to show that if you, your business has particular values, that in your behaviour, you're following those values. And if you your social media undermines all of that, it's not going to be good for your business. No, no. Well, some really interesting points there, Steph. And we're... Um... We're going to be using the, these um, podcasts to, to help people understand more about these courses. And I think that that's been really, really interesting, insightful, useful. So thank you very much. You're very welcome. And uh, yeah, look forward to hearing more about some of the uh, outcomes of the courses soon. Great. Thank you. Bye. So Rebooters, if you want to find out any more about our social media course, you can contact Steph via Slack with any questions you might have. If you're not sure if social media is on your learning plan, then you can scroll down to the bottom of the email you have received and click the button to fill in your details and one of our team will be in contact. If you're interested to hear more about our courses, tomorrow we will be joined by Dusty Miller and he will be talking to our Head of Learning, Lou Smith, about his course Team Dynamics. Come and join us to hear some more and understand why it appears in our Reboot Library.